unbearable pain equals inevitable change. Now in today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about uh, what can lead to change, what's going to hold you back from change, as well as a block you may encounter when attempting to change, as it relates to, of course, your type 1 diabetes. And if you missed it in recent episodes, the last couple of weeks have been very full for us. Uh, it was my birthday. Uh, then we announced that we're having a child, and it's going to be a girl, and then we bought a new car. I mean, it's just been crazy. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you about the lessons that I learned along the way and how they apply directly into you trying to better your blood sugars and even better yourself. Let's get into our theme song. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, so uh, just in case you missed the recent announcements, I never really announced it was my birthday, but we did announce that we are having a baby girl coming up soon. She's about halfway uh, developed in the process. I don't know. She's about halfway there. She's due in November, uh, which is, of course, National World, World Diabetes Month, something like that, uh, which is ironic, fitting. I don't even know how to describe it. But today's topic, we're talking about the purchase of a new car between my wife and I. Uh, something that's a bit out of character for us. I mean, we both had cars that were good enough for a really long time. Uh, my family's kind of known as like the, let's take the cars as long as they're going to last, right? My first car, for example, uh, I got it, it finally died at 333,000 miles. Let that one sink in for a second. 333,000 miles. Anyways, going through this process, and I promise this does tie back into diabetes, going through this process of buying a new car, my wife was like, uh, having some questions, of course, and you know, like, do we really need this car? And you know, ultimately, I've become uh, a bit more of an action-oriented decision maker. And you may be like me, right? Where I saw this problem where my wife's car didn't have air conditioning, like it, it broke. And two years ago, when we were living in Texas for a brief period of time, uh, we fixed it because we were like, we're living in Texas during the summer. We desperately need a working AC, right? So we fixed it out there. Uh, of course, like four months later, it broke again and we've just been dealing with it. And this summer, finally got to a place where I was like, look, hon, uh, you're pregnant. And in the place that we live now, is just, uh, just north of LA in California, uh, it gets super hot. Uh, last week, maybe two weeks ago, it was 110, okay? 110 degrees Fahrenheit, which is absurd. And to not have air conditioning, and on top of that, be pregnant. I was like, there's no question, we're buying you a new car that has a working AC. And now in my wife's mind, right, for me, I was like, action taken, we're going to get you a new car. But in her mind, she was looking at her car and she was like, Matt, it's, it's good enough though, right? Like my car works, everything else is working perfectly. The only thing that's broken is the air conditioning. And I was like, okay, elaborate, like what else? What, what do you want to chat about? She was like, well, if it works perfectly, why not just fix the AC, the air conditioning, right? Like, let's just fix that one more time. I know it broke last time, but let's just fix that, do a temporary fix. Uh, that should last us at least another couple of years, right? And of course, we're both having this chat with the new baby in mind, and we're like, okay, we're adding to our family. We know we're probably not gonna stop at one kid, so we're going to need a larger car eventually. 
And so my argument was, well, if we're going to have multiple kids, we need to have a car that can handle multiple kids and like strollers and beach toys or whatever else goes into that. <laughs> I'm still new to parenthood. I don't know what this looks like yet. Uh, but ultimately, I had this discussion of like, okay, we know eventually we have to get a bigger car, more of a, a family oriented car, right? Because her, her car at the moment was, uh, it would work, but it would be kind of small. And so uh, she was like, well, what if we just fix the air conditioning now? and get that work in, get us through summer and the next couple of years, hopefully, right? Uh, and then we'll get the bigger car when we need it. And so you can see there's two trains of thought here. One is, and this isn't to say that she was wrong, this is just her way uh, of processing that decision. You know, she wants to think about other options, which I love. Uh, but mine was, we have a problem, let's fix it at the root of the problem, right? Let's find the lasting solution, even though it is a bit more painful in the moment because, you know, fixing air conditioning is like, two grand and then buying a new car is like 25 grand, right? It's a very big difference. But if we're gonna get the big one anyways, if we're going for the, the full final solution anyways, why not just get it now, right? Like, let's just do it. And in her mind, she was like, well, why experience the pain of an expensive purchase when we can just go for the, the quick fix, the AC, everything else works fine and we'll deal with that because uh, that'll be good enough for a couple of years, right? Until we need that bigger purchase, that bigger family vehicle. I'm like. Okay, I see where you're coming from, right? That, that makes sense to do that, that Band-Aid kind of fix. And then I kind of approached it because uh, we were at the dealership having this discussion like right before we were supposed to buy the car. She's like, well, what if we just like, it's good enough, right? Like, what if we just fix the AC and then use this one until it wasn't good enough and we have to level up? And I kind of use this analogy with her of, you know, there's two ways of ultimately fixing an injury, quote unquote, right? You could put a Band-Aid over it and hope that that's enough to keep you know your your injury closed and that it heals on its own but then you find out that there's a deeper rooted issue that caused the injury and so the band-aid is only going to keep you like healed for a short term when in reality you need surgery and so yes the band-aid can hold things together while you're waiting to get surgery but why not just get the surgery and fix it and be done with it find the final solution right so I'm looking at this car like, okay, we could fix the AC, we could uh, get this sorted, but why not just go for the surgery, right? Why not just go for the final solution, get the car, and we're good. Even though it's more painful, right? The surgery, more painful. Uh, a new car, it's a higher ticket price point, more painful, but it solves the problem. And uh, there's actually a, a gentleman recently that enrolled in our coaching program for Diabetes in Action, and he had that exact same thought process. He was like, no, I've, I've seen the quick fixes. The quick fixes don't even work. <laughs> like It's a very short-term, short-minded person that's going to uh, be able to even consider that as a benefit. When in reality, you, you know you need the root issue solved. You need to go for that final long-term solution. Um, I don't want to get deeper into that situation, but ultimately, looking at this car purchase, we wanted to fix the solution. And after I gave that example of it's a Band-Aid versus surgery, right? Like a final solution, she was like, okay, makes sense, let's go for it, and we ended up getting the new car, which we're stoked about, oh my goodness, to have air conditioning again <laughs> on these hot days feels incredible. Uh, but how does this apply to your diabetes? Now, I realize that a lot of us have been told to expect, quote unquote, good enough, right? We've been told that life doesn't get to be this amazing, elaborate adventure where you get to eat whatever you want and exercise and live your life to the fullest because you have diabetes. And that's just not true, is it? Right? We know that we can live a full life, 
but we're being told by even medical professionals in some cases that you know you should expect complications you should expect to not get to explore uh, culinary adventures and travel and sports and all this but reality is if you know what to look for you can fix it and still experience life to the fullest with awesome blood sugars right and so uh, we see that you know people coming into our program uh, or not into the program, but into our application, right? Because you have to apply to get in and we hop on a call and see if it's a good fit for you. Uh, people either think that they need a Band-Aid where it's like, okay, no, I just got to figure out my insulin to carb ratio, right? Like if I get that fixed, the rest is good enough. We can keep this thing together. Uh, we'll just put that Band-Aid of the insulin to carb ratio on there and we're good. And we're looking at this from the inside going, yeah, I think your basils are also a little bit messed up. Oh, and you know what? I think that it would be really beneficial for you if you knew how uh, going for a run impacted your blood sugars. If you knew that weightlifting was anaerobic and could actually rise your blood sugars, right? And they're like, eh, no, I think the band-aid of insulin to carb ratio is really the only thing that is pressing enough for me to need to change this. And so what it boils down to is uh, the pain is not great enough to cause change, right? So as I mentioned earlier, unbearable pain equals inevitable change. Because on the other side of the equation, we see people coming in and they're like, look, I know my blood sugars aren't perfect. Uh, instead of pretending that it's just a matter of documentation that I'm just not writing down my blood sugars enough, I know we need to fix this at the root of the cause, right? We gotta fix the root problem. Um, this has been frustrating and annoying for a very long time. I'm sick of it. Uh, can you just help me fix this at the core? I know it's going to be painful initially, right? There's going to be, uh, there might be an investment, there might be time, it might be energy, it might be, I don't like to learn, like whatever that pain is for them. They're like, I know I'm going to have to deal with that, but it's worth it because I'm in enough pain right now that it, change is inevitable, right? And I want to find that surgery option where it's no longer just a band-aid to put over it. I need to fix this thing at the core so that it never bothers me again. And that gentleman that we chatted with, with that exact mindset, he said, you know what? I know that I need to fix this at the, the core. I need to figure out how to run my diabetes, how things impact blood sugar. It's not just the insulin to carb ratio, right? There's other stuff I probably don't know about. And we're like, yeah, the insulin to protein ratio, insulin to fat ratio, insulin to exercises, and all these different things that people just don't know they don't know, right? They were never taught to be curious, unfortunately. And so when you realize that the solution underlying under that band-aid fixed is still going to be, I'm sorry, when the, the pain is still going to be there, the band-aid's going over, you want to go for the final solution, right? Because the band-aid can only hold together for so long until it breaks again. You got to apply another band-aid and then more money and then more time and then more frustration and just keep putting new band-aids on. And over time, you end up putting more energy, more money, more time into the band-aid fixes that never end up working long-term than you would have if you just went for the final surgery solution, right? Now, how do we find the two differences, right? Band-Aids, you can go to, I don't know what your local stores are, CVS, Rite Aid, uh, Kroger, I think is one, I don't know, Costco, Amazon, we all know that one. You can go buy Band-Aids for like five bucks, right? Super cheap, quick fix, easy. You just push it right on. Surgery is more expensive, is a little bit scary, can be painful, there's a recovery to it, and you gotta find a good surgeon because you can't just go hire some stranger off the street to cut you open and fix you, right? They gotta know what they're doing. So that one, a little bit scarier, a little bit more uh, of that, do I really want to deal with the pain to get that reward, right? And that's where the unbearable pain 
equals inevitable change. When you realize that the pain is more than the pain of the surgery, the pain of the, the rough blood sugars, the causing you to miss out on family events, on going out to eat at your favorite restaurants, on working out and losing weight, on living your best life, on sleeping through the night. When that pain is greater than the pain that you would experience going to hire the surgeon to fix the problem at the core, that's when you make the decision, right? Now, the issue is that when you decide you wanna go for the surgeon, there's still two options, right? One, you can become a surgeon yourself. I wouldn't recommend this, this is not medical advice, but you could technically go to med school and like learn how to <laughs> perform surgery on yourself, but that's expensive, that takes time, you still might not be that great at it, when in reality, the second option is just to go find the best surgeon possible and have them perform the operation. Because then you have the guarantee, you know that they do what they do really well and what they do works, right? They've got a history of you know hundreds, if not thousands of uh, patients and clients who have sung their praises because they're the best surgeon in the world. Uh, but two, you have certainty behind that where they have the knowledge, they've put the time in, the effort, the money to give you the quick surgical procedure that will help you to live your best life, right? And hopefully this is making sense and I'm not like jumbling the metaphors too much because we've got cars in here and then surgery and then diabetes. But within diabetes, you've got these different pieces of your diabetes management. It could be exercise is frustrating. It could be that your after meal blood sugars are not where you want them to be. You might see some massive spikes or drops. It could be that overnight, you don't get to sleep through the night because blood sugars wake you up, the highs or the lows, or maybe your morning blood sugars are super rough, right? And a lot of times we think, you know what? <sighs> My doctor told me this is good enough. I'm not dying, right? Kind of looking around like, well, I'm not as bad as that diabetic, so I must be doing something right. I'm good enough, right? And back to the car analogy, it's like, okay, uh, I can't figure out my insulin to carb ratio, which is like the air conditioning, right? But the rest of my diabetes management, or the rest of the car, is good enough. It still gets me from point A to point B. Uh, I haven't been in the hospital in a while, and uh, I don't feel sick all the time, so I'm good enough with my blood sugars, right? And that is where it gets tricky, because that is up to you and you alone. Only you can decide if you're in enough pain and if it is unbearable enough to seek out that inevitable change, to find the surgeon, or in my case, go to the dealership, right? And just say, hey, we want the solution. We want the, the, the long-term fix. I'm sick of the quick fixes. They don't work, right? We fixed my wife's AC two years ago. It broke again. I was like, we're done with this. This car's a lemon, like something's wrong with it. Let's just go get a new one, right? And so looking into your diabetes, like first of all, let's isolate what the actual problem is. Do you have trouble pre-bolusing? Do you not know your insulin to carb ratio? Are your basal settings off for your long-lasting insulin? Uh, is your exercise too unpredictable? Do you not sleep through the night? There's a lot of different factors, obviously, like you probably know that, but let's isolate what are the problem areas so we can have uh, that understanding of what is the issue? You know, so at the very least, you know where to put the Band-Aid if you are going the Band-Aid route, right? But if you are looking for that long-term solution, the surgeon, the dealership, looking for somebody to help you get to a place to find that long-term solution, the, the deep-rooted solution, so that you can get to a place where you're living your best life, right? And not just going Band-Aid to Band-Aid to Band-Aid. That's where you have those two choices that the surgeon had. You can either learn on your own, right? There's tons of good books out there. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the information does conflict, so you're gonna have to do some own 
some of your own experimentation and decide for you what is best for you, right? There's books that say vegan is the best way to go. There's other books that say keto is the best way to go. Other books that say low carb or paleo or, you know, X, Y, Z. There's so many different options out there. And you're going to have to do your own research, do your own experimenting with your own body, which is what I did years ago. It's, it's not fun. It's very time consuming and it's very frustrating. But, you know, years down the road, I was able to understand at such a deep level how each of those individual diets impacted my blood sugars that I was able to finally isolate what the true problems were, right? And so you can do that. You totally can, right? There's Google. There's other search engines that are less popular. <laughs> there's the books. There's YouTube resources. There's all sorts of stuff available for you to go ahead and do that on your own. And if you have the time and the money and the energy, go for it. That's awesome. But B, the second option, if you want to just hire the surgeon, right, go find who is doing what you want to do. Go find someone who's living their best life. If you want to be vegan, cool. Find someone who knows what veganism looks like. Find someone who's done that in the past. Uh, if you want to be uh, an athlete, find someone who understands how blood sugars are impacted by different types of exercise, right? If you just want to sleep through the night, find someone who can sleep through the night <laughs> with their blood sugars and do what they say, right? Look for the best surgeon. Again, we're not trying to find the surgeon off the side of the street who's like, I'll cut you open for 200 bucks. Like, no, I wanna pay someone a lot of money so that I have certainty that what they do is going to work and be the final solution that I need, okay? So, uh, back to uh, the first phrase that I mentioned in this video, in this episode, unbearable pain equals inevitable change. Now, here's where it gets fun. The unbearable pain is up to you to decide. Your unbearable pain could be unbearable if you decide right now you're sick of it. You're done dealing with it. Good enough is no longer good enough. And you can decide right now to make this unbearable pain equal your inevitable change. To put you on a path towards success. And if you choose to go hire a surgeon, right, or a diabetes coach, this will be a fast track to success. It doesn't have to be years on years like it was for me when I was first discovering what is now known as the 80-20 blood sugar formula, right? Where I'm able to predict where blood sugars are gonna go with surgical precision, right? So you can decide, are you in enough pain right now? Or does that, does that moment still have to come? Do you still wanna go to the Band-Aid routes and keep putting Band-Aids on after Band-Aid, after Band-Aid, and just continue surviving? And so there is that moment of uh, a decision you have to make between surviving with type 1 diabetes or thriving with type 1 diabetes. And oftentimes, unfortunately, you know this, you've probably heard me say it before, most of our medical system was created to help you survive with diabetes. They weren't there to help you thrive, right? They want to make sure you don't die. <laughs> and they're doing a pretty good job with it, right? I, I, they didn't kill me and I'm super happy that I didn't die. But surviving's not enough for me. And it might not be enough for you either. If you're ready to thrive with diabetes, then the pain has to become so unbearable that it equals inevitable change, which in turn turns into an action that you take today. So, uh, man, there's so many different analogies and different metaphors that I could dive into, but understanding the difference between the Band-Aid and the surgery, right? The good enough and the I deserve better and I am going to get better right? The, the, the good enough car with the broken AC or the new car. Like, there's so many different ways to, to show this to you, but isolate where you have some struggles with your diabetes and then find someone 
to fix it with surgical precision, okay? Get that final solution. I guarantee you, in the long run, it is so worth it. It makes life so much easier when you're not constantly putting band-aids on things. You go get surgery once, you recover once, and you're fixed once, right? One and done. That's what you want. That's what I want. This is the same reason why I go to the top tier mentors and coaches for myself. Yeah, believe it or not, I, as a coach, hire other coaches to coach me on how to be a better coach and how to be a better person and probably at some point, right, how to be a better dad. Like, that's my goal. So if you want to experience the best, you are going to have to go find the best. Hire them. Tell them to teach you what they've learned. It's the same reason why I went and hired out people that were crazy expensive in my mind, but then the return is that they teach you things that took them decades to learn. Like, they're life lessons you get to learn in a matter of minutes because they condense it down into a more understandable process, right? It's that surgical precision, it's the ability to simplify what they've learned and give that to you on a silver platter. Now, if you're somebody who is after becoming the best you or uh, experiencing the best or even just getting control of your blood sugars so that you can live a more peaceful, free, and flexible lifestyle, there's actually a training I did to give you a glimpse into what that can look like, right? The surgical precision to understanding your basal, your bolus, your exercise, your food, and that training, completely free, okay? This is the, the first Band-Aid that gets you to the surgical precision, and it's on me, okay? So if you wanna check that out, look at how I run my life with type one diabetes, how I use what's known as the 80-20 blood sugar formula. I invite you to check out a free training that I put together for you over at diabetesinaction.com. Okay, go check that out, see what you can pull out of that training. And if you like the style that I teach on, there is an application at the end of it where you can hop on a call with us. We'll see if it's a good fit for you. Have a discussion to see where you're at. And we just might invite you to join us inside of Diabetes in Action. All right, have an amazing day. I will see you at that training. Decide today if you want the Band-Aid or if you want the surgery and what kind of results you expect as a result. All right, I'll see you at that training and keep up the fight.